0: Hey, everybody, welcome to the next episode of the Strand Tennis Center podcast, filled with tips, advice, tennis, not tennis, just life advice, too. Whatever you need, uh, like it on YouTube, share it on uh, the podcast as well. Thank you. All right, Santi, welcome to the Strand Tennis Center podcast. It's a pleasure seeing you, my friend, again. How was your day at work? It's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's great. I loved it. It was the best. Um, going to talk about talent today, or practice? Talent or practice. Talent or practice. You know the whole theory of, well, you know the whole argument of, you know, doesn't it seem like some people are just born to play this game and all that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. People are just naturally better than other players, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Two different philosophies on that. Every parent should read this book, number one. I'm going to, Matthew Sid, I think it is, this Oh, there you go. Sorry. Matthew said this is a great book called Bounce. About 10 years ago, it's very similar to The Outliers where it's a 10,000 hours thing, but he just relates it to sports, right? So basically in this book, which every parent should read, it's not your natural talent. It's your geographic luck. It's what happens. He was a national table tennis champion, and ironically, everyone on his street was a super table tennis champion, and it was because... There was a network effect. They were all playing each other, and they were all were in the same school district to go to this one particular club where there was a great coach. And he had an older brother, and he played. And he started playing when he was eight. So all of those things contribute to him being super talented. He's not talented. He's practicing a ton. They did a study in this book, three different, uh, I think it was in Boston. I forget the name of the, the uh, Dr. Erickson, I forget. I I'm not going to remember all the details, but... They took three different concerto groups, or three different orchestra groups. One, they thought these the top group were going to be great soloists, are going to be Lincoln Center. The second group were going to be fourth chair, fifth chair. The third group, there were going to be music teachers. They weren't as talented. They did a huge study on them for a while, and they found that the difference was the higher-level group just practiced more. All they did was practice more hours. Now, there's a couple of different things to that, right? You can... You got to remember now, and I always think about this, you can practice like crazy, but you can practice the wrong things. So you got to have a good coach, right? You can't practice 10,000 hours and practice, you know, hitting a forehand, you know, with the wrong hand or just hitting a forehand with the wrong grip. So you need to, there's a lot of factors there. You need to have a great coach. You need to have the right coaching, correct? Number two, you also got to love it. They were saying if you force a kid to do these things and they don't love it, that's going to be a problem, too. So and at the bottom line with this book, we're talking the one percentile, people that are unbelievably successful. So you can read that book as a parent and go, "Okay, if I want to try to have my kid be Tiger Woods, I've got to start him at three. And hopefully everything works out, and we have all these things where you know he's playing with players, he's got a great coach, he loves it and wants to do it. But then there's another book, which is Tim Ferriss's great book. It's four-hour work week, right? It's basically a business book, but it's about hacking things. Tim Ferriss is great on being able to have 80% aptitude with finding the hacks for it. So a lot of people who are not going to have a three-year-old hitting, you know, a thousand balls when they're three, this is better for most people because it helps them go, okay, like you did something learning Mandarin. What are the most common phrases in Mandarin? Learn those common phrases. You have 80% aptitude. Say it's 10,000 words. That's what people should really, the majority of people should be gearing to have 80% aptitude. So, So say in tennis, learn the most common shots at the best, learn the serve, learn the return, learn the learn the forehand the best, right? So if you don't have 10,000 hours, you don't have 10 years, you can maximize those three strokes and probably beat 80% of the people. It's all how you want to slice this. If you want a greatest ever champion like Richard Williams did and you know he he, before those kids were born he wanted to do that right he set them up for that and they started playing when they were three and four you can give that a shot right but you have to realize all of those pitfalls to it and but just understand it is just practice if you can get them to like it want to do it teach them the right things you can realize it's only time and if you start when you're Three, you're going to be great. Another thing in Bounce was Mozart, right? They were talking about Mozart. They are saying, oh, Mozart is a genius, right? He only, he knows these, he can do these concertos when he's six, but really his father was a music teacher. And at three, he was doing, I said by the time he was six, he had 3,500 hours of practice in already. It's really time and pressure. You don't, there's no, Hack, there's no super talented person that only practiced one hour a week and somehow they're just gifted. It just doesn't happen. You have to be gifted in the sense of gifted with your geography, gifted with having an older sibling, gifted with being able to have practice time. And The Outliers is great for this. Malcolm Gladwell's book is great for this. He does it with with Bill Gates, how he got exposed to computers in the 50s. But if you're a parent and you really want to understand what level of success you want your kid to have, definitely read this book, Bounce, and we should probably try to get a hold of Matt and try to get him in here for an interview because it's fantastic, this book. Or if you realize, look, I want my kid to get into college. I want him to play on a college team. I want to get him into a school that he no- wouldn't normally get into. We should hack this and figure out the most common strokes, work on them, because I don't have 10,000 hours. That's what I was thinking. That was what I was thinking about while I was rereading this, and I had read this so long ago the four hour work week, which is fantastic. But it's not talent, it's just practice. Practice, practice, practice. So don't get complicated about it. You just, if you want to do something, you have to just practice, and that's it. You have to just practice more than anybody else. If you want to be more successful, I mean, Tiger Woods, right? He was practicing when he was three. It's not like Tiger Woods was, again, some magic phenom. And by the time he was 13, he won a national championship, right? He won a national uh, tournament. So that's 10 years. That's all I was thinking about. That book, everyone should pick it up and read it and understand what it takes to be a champion. So Really, the hidden talent is the ability to work that much. That's where, really, you could say there's talent. You have to have the wherewithal to just keep practicing and to just keep doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it because, again, life is frustrating, and you're not seeing, you know, when you see somebody super talented, you're not seeing that 10 years of practice. You're not seeing all that work. They make it look effortless. Federer makes it look effortless. But you're not seeing all those years of practice. You're not seeing what goes into it. They make it look so easy, so you're like, "This person is just gifted." Really, they just practice more than everybody else. Um, so, I think I, this topic is on my mind because you know, kids want to be better quick. They they want to be better and they want to beat this person. And I just, you know, there's and there's nothing magic for me to say to them. The only thing to say is just keep hitting. Keep practicing. My job is to guide them in the right direction of the technique being correct. And, you know, their mental makeup as solid as they can to keep practicing because it's going to be frustrating, and that's what it is. I mean, practicing all those hours, there's going to be a lot of ups and downs. And you have to realize that time and pressure always wins out. You cannot get it fast. It's never going to happen that way. You just got to practice. Anything, Santi? Anything you feel about? Like, think about, I mean, I would think about you in this job or anybody. Like, you when you spend more hours in it, it starts to get easier. Or you start to get a little bit into a rhythm, right? It's like, it's like anything, right? We've been doing this for, I always equate these things back to business. So we've been open for 16 years, right? Like I said, a podcast before, you know. Hey, it seems like everything's, it seems like it runs pretty easy, but it's all the 10, 15 years of work underneath it, right? To make it that simple. You've been through these scenarios before. You understand how to react, you understand what to do. It's just like anything else. You start to get into a rhythm of going, okay, I've seen this before. I've seen this before. I'm prepared. I'm prepared. I'm prepared. I'm prepared. So anything takes, again, 10 years. I didn't, I didn't let you answer those, Santi, anything? No. No? So that's it. So talent or hard work, it's always hard work. Hard work will give you talent. It's never talent. Thanks, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hope you like the podcast. Please share it with your friends. Anybody that you know, anybody that's into tennis, anybody that's into bettering themselves, share it.